squirrel's favourite fruit needs a genetic boost. The Cavendish variety of banana is under threat from a range of fungal diseases. The world's most popular banana variety, the Cavendish, is not the result of a breeding program, but rather was found by a prehistoric farmer in an Asian rainforest. Ever since, Cavendish has been vegetatively propagated using small suckers sprouting from the base of the mother plant and, more recently, tissue culture processes to form the basis of our global banana export industry. More than 40% of bananas grown globally belong to this single variety. Within Australia, over 95% of bananas grown in commercial plantations are of the Cavendish variety. The majority of banana production is located in North Queensland, which provides more than 95% of Australia's bananas with a gross value of production close to $600 million. Although farmers select for shorter plants and better bunch characteristics, over time no significant genetic gain in the global banana industry has occurred. Cultivating a single variety on such a large global scale has led to a very high level of genetic vulnerability. The Cavendish variety is currently under threat from a range of fungal diseases, most notably black cicatoca and Fusarium wilt tropical race 4, also known as TR4, to which it has no resistance. Black cicatoca has spread widely. Almost one third of the cost of growing Cavendish depends on the control of this disease using fungicides, which in some countries are applied each week. Luckily, Australia is free from black cigatoka. The other disease, Fusarium with TR4, is spreading across the world and is presently in North Queensland, where it is under active containment since first being identified in 2015. The most obvious solution to these problems is to breed bananas resistant to these diseases, but this is easier said than done. The first problem is that bananas we eat are sterile because they result from fruit formation without fertilisation. Cavendish bananas are also triploid and both male and females are sterile. In contrast, wild bananas are diploid and produce lots of seeds, making them unsuitable for consumption. Native or wild bananas of different Musa species or subspecies occasionally fertilise each other. Then you end up with an infertile fruit lacking seed and they are the ones we can eat. It's similar to how you produce a mule from a horse and a donkey where the offspring is sterile. The second problem is that not many fundamental genetic studies have been done on bananas, despite them being one of the top 10 food crops in the world today. In terms of other crop industries, bananas are still in the pre-domestication phase and can be considered as an orphan crop suffering a fertility crisis. Very little research has been done on bananas, which was typical for crops grown by small holders in the tropics. We have not really domesticated bananas. We're still just using material from the wild. Although there is a lot of diversity within the Musa genus, very little as yet has found its way into the hands of the consumer. Genetic improvement is needed to be able to effectively control plant diseases that threaten the cultivation of the Cavendish banana. After a century of plant breeding, less than 5% of the world's bananas actually come from a breeding program. To investigate the reasons behind the situation and the challenges involved in developing new banana varieties, I, together with Professor Gert Kemmer from Warhagen University, 
have edited a book on germplasm and genetic improvement of bananas, which was recently published by Burley Dodds in the United Kingdom. This volume is part of the three-part Achieving Sustainable Cultivation of Bananas series. The first volume in the series, published in 2018, was on banana cultivation techniques. The second volume, published in 2020, deals with germplasm and genetic improvement. Volume 3 will cover the diseases and pests of bananas. Volume 2 aims to cut across boundaries of botany, taxonomy, genetics, floral biology, molecular genetics, cytogenetics, genetic modification and plant breeding. A lot of information is scattered among hundreds and hundreds of research papers. So what we try to do is what I call write what needs to be written. It's really about bringing all these diverse issues together and identifying key trends in a single, easy-to-understand format. The book contains information relevant for banana researchers, industry leaders and investors. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of UQ Stories. This story was written by Professor Andre Drenth, Professor or Research Fellow at UQ Centre for Horticultural Science, read by Chris Clark. This story was originally published in UQ's Research News. Access the article by visiting research.uq.edu.au forward slash news.